Yeah, man, rap life. Yeah, that's, you uh. know, sometimes shit happens. Yeah, man, how you doing today? I'm all right, you know? Yeah, I wish you guys could see the mini outfits of Illogic. <laughs> today he came over looking like uh, Rocky as he was preparing for his, his rematch against Apollo hey, man, Creed. Full sweatsuit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Still on that vacay. You know? All the same color. He got on eight different types of gray <laughs> things. Gray sweats. Gray t-shirt. Gray hoodie gray jacket <laughs> yeah man hey, gotta coordinate <laughs> yeah 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 you know <laughs> i was like yo is this guy about to train hey you know like, you about to get in a fight man you got a fight coming up with a rapper too hey you know i mean if they there you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh, no, they don't want that work <laughs> they don't want that they don't want these hands they don't want no smoke <laughs> put these paws on them <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you if any any of you abstract rappers man if, if you poetic mcs on the squad with a logic <laughs> I got a hundred on a lot. <laughs> I got a small dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got hands. I grew up in the hood. Let me just let you know. Let's see if y'all ready to, you know, battle for the best artistic heavenly the cotton ball. Yeah, the heavenly cotton ball bout. The king of heavenly cotton ball rap styles. That's funny as heck. Yeah, but but I'm just chilling, you know. Yeah, but happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it's it. It's a logic's birthday, man. If y'all live in if y'all listen at home on SoundCloud, you can comment. Yeah. Hit hit the happy birthday in the comments section. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. Yeah. Thirty seven of them things. Man, man. you know, up there, man. Yeah, it's getting wow. real. It's real. It's you looking real right up at that four <laughs> I'm looking at it. You know. Yeah. I can touch it with yeah. my with my fingertips. Yeah, that's when you just start saying, Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm now I'm closer to forty than I was thirty. Right. Yeah, it's real now. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no jokes. There's no <laughs> there's no games being played. No, 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 no. Yeah, before it was always like, Oh well, I'm still closer to thirty. Right, you know, I'm thirty three. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, I'm closer still, to thirty yeah. to forty. Nah. After thirty five it's like, oh Yeah. Oh, this is a little different. Yeah, it's, it's getting real. That the joint is looming. It's yeah. hanging over my head. Definitely is. So four oh man. So what you gonna do for your birthday, man? Party. Um the wife's supposed to be taking me out tonight. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. what she got planned, and we doing some things this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah what do forty year old couples do? Is it more just you just sit back and they just throw some fly shit for you? Yeah, just some fly shit. You know, okay. just max and relax. You know, get pampered <laughs> a little bit. I'm not mad at that. Had the had the breakfast in bed this morning. You okay, know? okay. Yeah, you know. I feel you. Well, you know, you need that. <laughs> yeah, every now and you then. need that. That's part of the deal, right. man. <laughs> every now and then, you, you know? supposed to have that. <laughs> you know, make that man breakfast in bed. Yeah, you what's know wrong what's with that? that? Nothing wrong. Ah, it, was, it was beautiful. Right. It was hey, a nice way to wake up. It's part of the contract, man. <laughs> it's part of the contract. It's part of the marriage contract, man. <laughs> the code of conduct. Yeah, the code of conduct, man. You can't be violating the principles in the code of conduct of marriage, man. Right. I don't care what nobody say, man. Hey, what, what Chris Rock say? You get the big piece of chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. That's that's what that man deserved, man. Give him the big piece, man. Hey, nothing wrong with you it. You know, we get the big piece of chicken and breakfast in bed, man. That's yeah. that's what I expect. Yeah, you can't be mad. No, 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 no. Can't be mad at that. Of all the shit you got to give up, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> got at least get breakfast in bed every now and then. Come on, man. Every now and then. It's like I ain't Mike, asking for it every day. Yeah. Remember that Mike Tyson interview, man? I, he said, he said, they done stole all my money. I used to be rich. I, I don't have nothing. All my friends deserted me. I can at least get some head. <laughs> you remember that? I do remember that. Yo, man. Either they done took everything else from me. At oh. least I can get my dick sucked. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I remember that. Because that was when he was like, he got caught with some, some prostitutes or something. I don't something. know what happened, I think man. he got caught with some prostitutes or something. Yo, and they was man. interviewing him about it. Yeah. That was the best quote ever, man. Yeah. And he wasn't he wasn't even saying it in like a, hey, ladies. Right. holler at me kind of way yeah. it was just sadness it's just like yo can i at least you know what i'm saying like <laughs> all the small pleasures that are <laughs> that are available everything's been taken that's from all me. i want that's all i want it's a little head <laughs> that's it man oh your brother get his dick shot <laughs> right right right, right. i mean it, it may be a small thing to somebody else but when everything else has been taken away from you man it means the world it does I'm sure it does. You know, it's <laughs> so great. That's so great. That's so funny. Oh man. Oh man. So what you been up to, man? I just been getting work done, man. Yeah, getting work, getting, getting work, work done. In. Yeah, man. I've been getting everything finished up, man. This is the month where I think everything will be finished. You know, so nice. like this week or like like last night, I finally kind of got like all the soul positions, my part of it done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, I finally got these files edited 
organized in a folder. Right. Now they're just going to go to Dropbox. Yeah. And I'm going to send that link to my mans. Yeah. And then let him do his magic. Right. And then you know what I'm saying? It's that <laughs> feeling of, ah, ah done. Ah, yeah, yeah, things off my back. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I just want to get the next phase of that thing started, which is good, you know. And uh, that's the main thing I've been doing, man. Just trying to be creative, trying to, you know, get the plan the diabolical plan for 2017 together man i feel you You know i'm trying to win man I feel you. you know i don't care who the president is we done talked about it man yeah. oh it's you know, winning time yeah it's winning it's like yo man if your plan to get a dub was dependent upon who the president is you was gonna lose you anyway. already lost l you was looking at an l you was looking at an l you probably you know, been losing yeah you probably been losing since bush was in there you probably been losing <laughs> since you was bored you <laughs> straight up losing losing trying to find a way to get to that dub right to no avail yeah looking, looking for somebody else <laughs> right looking for somebody else to help you get to the, the dub nah you know and that's why people, some people are so distraught they they want to say it's everything else but it's like look man like in, in the words of conor mcgregor you know losers focus on winners and winners focus on winning i couldn't say to bear myself that's so beautiful losers focus on winners winners focus on winning yeah and so i'm not focusing on nothing but winning this year man i don't think about people losing though like that's an amazing quote because you don't like people who are losers you don't think about them no 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 not when you're winning Nah, not when you're a winner but when you're losing <laughs> yeah you, all you can see is the winners like fuck right. them you know what i'm saying fuck all the winners how dare they eat without how, inviting right. me how dare they eat <laughs> yeah yo i can't believe they're happy <laughs> don't they know <laughs> don't they know i'm losing i'm losing out here have you not seen the scoreboard right this is awful man yeah that you is know? so great so yeah now nah, i'm focused on winning man i'm not focusing on losers man my goal is just surround myself with people who are like-minded yeah you know people aren't thinking about winning in 2017 and they're not being um assets mm-hmm. as opposed to liabilities and i really ain't i ain't trying to rock with them this year man i feel that you know this is a year not that any year is different right but this year i really feel it because of the political climate i feel is making things more emotional right now and it's more pertinent to rise above all that shit totally it's more important to stand your ground and stand alone if you need to and just make sure your shit is tight because everybody else worried about the next man who who gonna worry about me thank you who gonna worry about my winning thank you except me thank you (laughs) so you know come on you can't say it enough you cannot say it enough but it's it's wild that people who are Nine times out of ten, the epitome of strength mm-hmm. are now projecting weakness in certain moments where they're now taking on this woe is me uh, perspective, right? Like, oh. And ain't nothing even happened yet. Nah, I'm saying the man is not in office right, until Saturday. Really yet. Monday morning. And it's like, I mean, and I'm just speaking for my people. Yeah. Ain't like Obama really did anything for us anyway. <laughs> Say it again for the big <laughs> man. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it ain't like we prospered under, you know Bruh, what I mean? We like, losing. Come on. We need to focus come on. Come on. We've been losing under every president in some form or fashion. Yo, man. Like, let's keep it all the way funky. We need to stop fucking with politics, period. Yeah. If, unless we got our own party. <laughs> Straight up. That's the only way. Because there's come really on. nothing... There's no, there's no wins in sight. Don't get me started on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, uh, you know, we need to leave it. But you know, that's the narrative. I try to stay out of those discussions Mm -hmm. because you'll get attacked. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you can't, you can't say, man. You know what? Why don't we focus on, you know, our our communities and families and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Why we worry about what what they think or why we worry about what what these people are doing? Why about who's in position there? We have the power to control everything around us. Mm -hmm. So why don't we? Why don't we? I think it's because at some point our ideology got switched to to being community based, to buying into the the belief that the political process is the number one way to make progress in America. We want it to be included. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and and we think that politics is how that happens. No, it's not. It's not. It's totally not. You know, the, the groups who who a lot of groups who are affluent are are the least participatory in the, in the yeah, Political self contained. They don't care about who's the president. Nah, because they eating. Yes. They eating. They're winners thinking about winning. Right. Right. <laughs> They're not losers f- focusing on winners. Right. 
and uh, that's how I'm about to be in 2017, man. Yeah, I feel that. You know, I feel that. Get the dub, man. Hope, hopefully, y'all getting wins the same, man. And yeah. if you listen to this, you see what we try to talk about every week. Right. We, something, something to help you win. Yeah. We trying to help help y'all win because we trying to win. <laughs> yeah. You and know? we get as much out of doing this as you may get out of listening to this. Yes, definitely. You know, every week I I listen back and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Jules. This, yeah. Jules that I can use. Yeah. That we just talked about. I'm learning from even speaking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, from sharing these stories and you sharing your story. It's like, oh, wow, this is great. Mm-hmm. And and we only hope that y'all are getting the same thing out of it, man. So uh, we're talking about winners and losers this winners week. Winners and huh? losers. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, uh, hip hop fist of cuffs, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. I just can't believe that it's. And, and with the with the research that we'll talk about. But yeah. I just can't believe that this is uh, oh, this is thing has been going on for. 20 years. 20 years 20 years now like but it's not nothing new no but if, if you look at it uh from the media's perspective it's like it's this brand new thing right and you know that's what we're going to get into this episode just like the history of you know hip-hop fisticuffs yeah. what happened back then and what's going on now and like uh just to give you some perspective on it and obviously our thoughts on on how ridiculous some of it is yeah most of it's ridiculous yeah about 98 yeah. percent of it <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true so we'll take a break and we'll be back what we got you stuck off the realness The most infamous, you heard of us Official podcast murderers The show comes equipped with few points to share Grown man ideas for all those who care And wanna grow, so go ahead and download Every single week with a brand new episode You're not alone in this world, cousin So we share information and honest discussion And keep repping the culture like we supposed to They spread gossip, but they never come close to I can hear it inside their tone They talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. That shit sounds like some fly shit. Hip hop is the ghost. Yeah, yeah, man. So, uh back in the place the mvp yeah that's what we do the most valuable the most valuable podcast on planet earth yeah rf yeah this side this side of planet venus man (laughs) you know this side of jupiter word who rocking with us who rocking with us you gotta go to outer space to find competition (laughs) for the most infamous little green guys right they don't have bars right they can't mess with the most infamous you know you gotta go out to pluto Maybe like, they messing with us. Maybe you know, I heard they got some podcasts out there. <laughs> I heard they doing their thing. Yeah, a couple of stars out there. Right, you know, messing with us, man. Right, but, you right. know, hip hop fisticuffs. Yeah, man, throwing them hands. Uh, so what people need to understand when you're seeing all this news now, because now it's like the new thing: uh, rappers wanting to fight each other in public for money. Yeah, that's now, crazy. Yeah, now we know that fights have been happening since the beginning of time. Oh yeah, in every genre of music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and um, I remember reading about when I read Rick James' autobiography. Rick James was was fighting people. You I, know what I'm I mean, I can imagine. Rick James you know has a story in his autobiography about chasing Prince out of this party because Prince wouldn't sign an autograph for Rick James' mama. Wow. And Rick James found out Prince didn't sign that autograph. And he, just, was, he was ready to put the yes. hands on him. <laughs> Chase Prince up out the party. That's crazy. And he already was mad at Prince for biting his stage show. He was like, yo, this little motherfucker used to sit by the stage and watch our entire rehearsal every day on tour. And then he said, if when Prince first started touring, his stage show was whack. He said, but then I, you know, the label asked me to take him out to open up for me. Mm-hmm. Now, when Prince came out, Rick James was already playing stadiums. Yeah, Rick James was playing 20,000 people. Yeah, when Rick, when Prince first came out and didn't really have hits like he did now, so he said every day at rehearsal, Prince would just be sitting by the side of the stage, arms folded, watching the entire taking notes, thing. taking notes, taking notes, studying, studying, <laughs> studying in the master. Yeah, and he said about halfway through that second tour, Prince just start killing. 
and him and his bands was getting mad like yo why are you biting our shit why are you stealing our shit wow. you know so it was automatically animosity there between them you know and it's just being in a funk scene mm-hmm. but uh but the fight i say that to say that the fights have been going on forever and what people got to realize about even hip-hop there's been fights since we going back to like 1992 yeah and what a lot of people may not know and if you're listening to now at home or if you got your phone i want you to go google uh willie d versus melly mel w-i-l-l-i-e-d and melly mel m-e-l-l-e m-e-l melly mel is from the what furious four furious or five furious five mm-hmm. and then uh willie d is from the ghetto boys mm-hmm. now these two dudes had a charity boxing match back in 2000 no 1992 92 yeah 92 and it wasn't on youtube for a long time i had always heard that willie d had hands but it's true it is true. And, I, we just watched it. We just watched it. Yeah. And so if you go go to YouTube and look that up and hit us up in the comments if you're on uh, SoundCloud. But what you're going to see for the rest of you who haven't seen it is Willie D knocking Melly Mel out. It happened. In the first round. Yes. It, it happened. happened. <laughs> it really did happen. <laughs> he hit him with a nice one too and that was it. Yeah, and it and was both of them are big. Yeah, they're not small dudes. Not small dudes, mm-hmm. right? Another thing that happened, uh, 1998, you had um, Sticky Fingers versus this, uh, what was the rock? Look at the guy's name. He was a skateboarder guy in the second uh, video. What was his name? Uh, Simon Woodstock. Simon Woodstock. He was a skateboarding guy. He and uh, Sticky Fingers from the group Onyx Box. And I think this was on actually MTV mm-hmm. uh, when this came out. And Sticky Fingers, the hip hop guy, tough guy, got his ass whooped. Got done. Yes. Yeah, he was getting handled all three <laughs> rounds. All three rounds getting handled. This is on YouTube, too. So look up Sticky Fingers versus Simon Woodstock. This is 98. 98. That's yeah. a long time ago, right? Yeah. And so uh, uh, we say that so that we can kind of give some perspective to this thing. Yeah. You ain't you ain't, you ain't ain't doing nothing new. Yeah, there's nothing new, nothing under, the new sun. under the sun. Now, what we see now, though, the d- part that's different now is that now there's a lot more money. It seems to be at stake. Right. I mean, and it seems like there's I mean, not to say that Melly Mel and Willie D weren't high profile. Yeah. But the profile of the rappers that are involved now much higher, much higher profile. Correct. I mean, correct. Chris Brown and Chris Brown is an A-list celebrity. A-list. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you can't really. Yeah, you can't really you can't compare that to Melly Mel and Willie D. Right. You know, in 92, in 92. No, no, not in 92. Mm -hmm. And so uh, but for those of you who don't know uh, the Chris Brown and Soldier Boy thing, I have uh, we'll break that down to you and we'll get caught up and we'll we'll talk about that for a second. Word. Uh, Let me just go in and read the joint. All right. Chris Brown and Soldier Boy begin fight preparations. Now, I don't know if everybody read about this, but um, this shit is hilarious. All right. An official throwdown of hands between Chris Brown and Soldier Boy is slowly coming to fruition. Via social media, Breezy and Soldier have showcased their preparation for the boxing match, which the two officially agreed on earlier in the week. Earlier today, this was January 6th, Soldier Boy shared a clip of an interview he took part in with professional boxer Floyd Mayweather. He referred to Mayweather as his big brother slash trainer in um, the caption and also confirmed that the boxer will serve as promoter for the main event. Quote, uh, he'll let you know who's the promoter. And this was um, uh, Mayweather talking. I'm not I'm going to do the A and B like that. Mayweather said um, asked at when asked about when asked about boxer Aiden Broner's promotion claims, A.B. has a fight coming up soon and. What I want AB to do right now is focus on that task in front of him. And that's what's coming up while I focus on this. Um, let's see. And then it just goes on to talk about some other stuff. Okay. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're supposed to fight in what, March, I think, or something like that? Yeah, there's like there's a picture of him on the treadmill training. Yeah, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking awful. Looking, <laughs> looking mad, mad, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I mean, he got Mayweather training him, and Tyson's training Chris Brown, right? He dropped a hot diss record yesterday. Oh, the bars are the Mike bars Tyson's are diss record. Come on. It's classic, <laughs> classic joke. So, so what I think, one of the things I noticed is, like, when you look at, like, the Willie D and uh, Melly Mel situation, you compare that to this, obviously, like, the level of them, but I also think the motivation was different back then. Right. You know, like, the motivation then was, like, 
Willie D was perceived to be the toughest guy from Houston. Right. Melly Mel was supposed to be the toughest hip hop guy from New York. Right. So naturally, people, you start telling the stories. Oh, Willie D, I done seen him knock fools out yeah, all the time. I seen him throw them hands. Oh, word. Well, Melly Mel, you see, he bench pressing 350, and I done seen him knock out many dudes up in the spot. Word, you know what we should do? What? Charity boxing match. Yes. Let me call him up. Let me call him up. Willie D, you down? Yep. Melly Mel, you down? Yep. There you have it. Right. Right. It wasn't what we have now which is beef beef it's just really i mean and it's hip-hop beef so you don't know how real it is the business of beef the business of beef right it's all this this public posturing and name calling and you know it's usually over girls yeah and so and, and now what you have is guys saying look what's the next step to make money off of this it's not about who's the toughest guy just having a sportsman like you know, thing to settle right. who's the toughest guy between them. No, it's like no. It's about the bag. Yeah, it's about the bag now. <laughs> it's about the bag. The bag. The bag. That that shit reigns supreme. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different now. And so the level is higher. And because it's different than what it was back then, I think you're seeing people come into it who otherwise wouldn't have been brought into it. Right. Right. You're seeing the Mayweathers, you're seeing the fifty cents. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and Adrian Broners. And what's common about all three of these guys is that all of them make a living off of talking shit. Talking shit. Heavy shit. Heavy instigators, right? Guys who, I mean, look at hip, uh, 50 Cent's history in hip hop. It's basically beef. Mm-hmm. His career was born from beef, and he reached his pinnacle through beefing with other artists. So since this is not like the other situation where it's just two guys wanting to throw hands on some, you know what I'm saying, sportsmanship shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to now start attracting these people who have done that their whole careers, right. who have made careers off of doing the same thing. You get the Mayweathers and, and Adrian Broners who are like, oh, yeah, I want to be involved mm-hmm. um, because they're seeing the bag. The bag is the bag reigns supreme, <laughs> as you say. Yeah, this is crazy. I, I think it, I think it's funny. I think I want to see it. I'm yeah, not gonna pay I'm not, to see it. yeah, I'm not paying sixty dollars. Yeah, I'm not paying to see it. No, but no. it'll it'll be on. You know, it'll be available. Yeah, everywhere. You know it'll everywhere. be on. Uh, it'll be on Twitter. Like yeah. lot. Somebody Probably will put live. it on there immediately. Yeah, I'm sure. You know. You know. But I just want to see it because the fact that their motivation is for one bag, second, yeah. you know, beef. Yeah, it's gonna be entertaining because they both. I don't. I don't see them as like being tough guys. Neither one of them. Chris Brown though. Chris, what I what I tell people about fucking with Chris Brown. Yeah, man. Fuck your hat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are you? <laughs> Fuck your hat, I'm fool. not surprised that Chris Brown told him to just meet him at the gym and they could fight. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Because that's how this, it got this far. Chris Brown was like, look, I'm not going to be going back and forth no more. My man's Let's got the this. gym in L.A. Meet me over there. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's when everything changed. But I was just like, yo, once again, people sleeping on Sea Breezy. Yeah, I don't I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think Soldier is going to be a match for him. No, I think he's going to get whooped. I think on. Chris is probably going to knock his ass out. <laughs> Because Chris Brown ain't a small dude. No, no, no. He's kind of tall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's been doing the workout thing like since yeah. he got the bad he's boy an image athlete. and everything. Yeah, he, he's been doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it takes a lot of lot of training and shit to do all that dancing and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This dude is not, you know what I'm saying? He's not out of shape at all. Yeah. I saw a video with a boxer, Andre Berto, and they asked him what he thought. And he was mm-hmm. like, he said, hey, man. He said, I don't know about their beef. He said, but Chris Brown is down here all the time, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah, just there. Yeah, he's like, I trained with Chris Brown. He said, Chris Brown's got hands. <laughs> this is going to be real. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, you know. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if dude wants to fight him like that. He said, but he said, he said Andre Berto was like, I'll put 100000 on Chris Brown right now. Wow. He was that willing to bet immediately. Yeah. You know, so uh, I think that's going to be interesting. I mean, it's, you got to put it in perspective because we know that a lot of this is just show. Of course. You know, of course. There may, it may have started from an actual Yeah, but disagreement, you know, their but, agents got on the phone like, yo, all right, we can make the bag. Yeah. This, the bag is going to be nice on this. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, Soldier Boy can't sell a goddamn album anymore. No. This is the best thing to happen to him in, yeah. in, in years. Yeah, and Chris Brown is still at the pinnacle of the R&B world. Right, right. So it's Chris Brown, you know, I guess they both get something out of it. Of course. Everybody kind of thinks Chris Brown's a tough guy. But, I mean, if, if you actually knock somebody out on camera, that kind of. Yeah, solidifies you. Like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I am not to be fucked. With. How many MCs must get dissed before somebody says, "Don't fuck with Chris"? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, for real. 
That's what's gonna happen. R and B guy, he catching more bodies than the rappers out here, man. Hey, man, it's pretty, I mean, he harder. He catching, he catching more, way more. So it's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be good. Yeah. It's gonna be good. I want to see Chris just. I want to see Chris Brown fight. I really do want to see him fight. You know what I'm saying? Man, you know you can never live it down when an R and B dude knock you out. Oh hell no! You can't come back from that. Nah. I mean, can, he'll never like if Soldier get knocked out, something like that. His career is over. He can never talk any shit about being hard at all. And that's why he's trying to cash out. Yeah. That's why he's like, look, I got to make sure this bag is is worth right. the end of my career. Right. Because it's, it's about to be over, my dude. Yeah, man. So that's just that situation, man. And, yeah. uh, you know, we got a few more. But we'll a few more. Yeah, we'll take a break and come back. Where? Do you enjoy the Super Duty Tough Work podcast? If so, please remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And if you really rock with us, please leave us a five-star rating and we will shout you out in an upcoming episode. The five-star rating is one of the most effective ways in helping more people learn about the show. Thanks for your support. You look like a pick You can't, you can't talk to me. You can't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? You can't even look me in my eye if you choose to look like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shucking and jiving. Shucking and jiving like a... You shucking and jiving without talking. You just walking around looking like a pickaninny on purpose. <laughs> you know, I can't. I can't support that. No, I can't no, support no. nothing it's about that. It's embarrassing. I can't support anything that you do. No, 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 no. No, it's not tight. But we back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we back. Uh, yeah, talk about uh, you know hip hop fist the cuffs. Yeah, you know, the history and you know today's. Um, Challenges, you know, we just talked about Chris Brown and uh, Soldier Boy, which is the more popular one. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's there's a few more. Mm-hmm. So Kodak Black wants to fight Lil Wayne for Best Rapper Alive title. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, dog. That's the dude I'm talking about, looking like a picking in. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad looking, bad, bad look. He ugly dude, man. Ugly dude. I'm not like the, you know, I'm no Denzel, but that's an ugly cat, right? Yeah, there. man. That's uh, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not a, a yeah, yeah. It's bad. All right. So last month, Kodak Black made a statement that he was the best rapper alive using, <laughs> using based the quote. Based upon what? Based upon what? Right. Because um, he can't. I mean, he can't what go album. The, he can't go album sales with Wayne. What's the criteria yeah. for best rapper alive now? Come on. I don't know, man. I have no idea. I have no fucking. Well, clue. fuck it. By that criteria, I'm the richest rapper alive. <laughs> since right. we just claiming arbitrary just shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. All right, <laughs> I'm the richest. <laughs> right, no uh, proof, <laughs> no proof at all. All right, using a quote that Lil Wayne has applied to himself for years. Now the Florida rapper wants to strap on the gloves, a la Chris Brown, Soldier Boy, for the title to claim that as the beef continues to take on new dimensions. In a video from an inside re- the recording booth, stand standing alongside a boogie with the hoodie. Is that a dude's name? Sounds like it. A standing aside, a boogie with the hoodie. hoodie. Kodak Black issued his threats to the Young Money captain in hopes they can cash in on what the celebrity, the celebrity fight hype that Soldier Boy and Breezy are cashing in on. Hey, listen, man. Hey, listen, man. (laughs) Tell Wayne. Tell Wayne. You tell Wayne, fight me. Now I'm saying, fight me. Now I'm saying, Kodak Black. You tell Lil Wayne, fight me, nigga. We finna get in this ring. We, we wanna fight. we wanna fight. Me and Lil Wayne. Me and Lil Wayne. I'm finna knock that stupid ass nigga I'm out. Stop. What? <laughs> and if you he whoop no on problem. me, and if he whoop on me, he the best rapper alive. He you the best me? rapper alive. Now. Boogie chimed in during the tough talk and says that he'll put his jewelry up as a bet to support Kodak, which only I put up my fake chain, fool. <laughs> which only egged the 19 year old on. He only 19. Tell Lil Wayne to fight me in the ring and I'm going to beat his stupid ass. I bet everything on it. Since Soldier Boy and Chris doing it, I don't even need no trainer. I don't need <laughs> Floyd Mayweather, Adrian Broner. <laughs> yes, you I'm going to beat Lil Wayne's stupid ass. Watch. Continue, Kodak. And yeah, then that's it. Yeah. And then there was like pictures of him and videos of him talking shit. Yeah, can we talk about how, look, man, look, it's like this, man. I'm gonna take this back to this, some basic shit. I don't know, man. If 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 I if if you and I are at the basketball court mm-hmm. randomly, and Jordan walk up, right, and I say, "Look, hey, man, I I know you got all these scoring titles, mm-hmm. and I know that you uh, got all these MVPs, 
six rings, mm-hmm. iconic, widely considered the best basketball player of all time. But I'm gonna challenge you for that title. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay. And I say, at foosball, mm-hmm. what kind of sense do that make? None. You know, we not, we not. And he says, why did I play foosball? foosball? No, no, okay, pool. Right. And he says, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm the best basketball player alive. Right. Why are you challenging me for the title of best basketball player alive at pool? Right. And I tell him, look, if I beat you at pool, then I'm the best. I'm the best basketball player. That's what this idiot is doing. He's a fucking moron. Battle. He's a moron. He's a look at him, dog. He looks like a retard. He looks like he really, he really is like something's wrong with him. Look at this. Look at that face. I can't look at him for too long, man. I get nightmares. <laughs> get scared. He's scary looking. He really looks bad. He looks horrible. I mean, oh, I can't look at him, man. He's an yeah, awful looking human being. But I mean, he's clearly not very smart. But to I me, mean. it's like it's such a cop out. This is the problem with all of this this beef, man. It's like, yo, you want to challenge somebody for their stat as the best rapper alive, but you don't want to rap battle them, all right? You want to battle them at a fight? Fighting is what you do in the hood when you can't win the argument. Right. You know, in the hood, the first guy to say, well, fuck it, we're going to fight then. It's always the guy who couldn't get the girl, who didn't have the money, mm-hmm. who didn't have the clothes, who was tired of getting cracked on, getting roasted. Fuck it, you can't beat me, though. Right. How That's do we, we're jumping straight to fuck it, you can't beat me, though. Mm-hmm. You can't fight, though. Man. This is not a, What? Sell some records, dude. Yeah. Sell some records. Compete with that man. Right. If that's what you want to win, yeah. sell some records. Wrap your ass off. Right. For if you could if you can go on a run like Lil Wayne went on mm. when he was considered the best rapper. Like five year run. Yeah, if he had a five year run where he was destroying every cameo, every mixtape, every album, and people who even absolutely hated him had to give it up. Right. Yes. You know, they were like, you know what? I like Jay, but Lil Wayne is starting to <laughs> make his case. Right yeah, yeah. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. Go on a run like that. Yeah. And then you won't have to fight nobody. Right. You know? Because you see, Wayne ain't saying shit about this. <sighs> For what? I would get so annoyed if I was him. Mm-hmm. Like, you little ants. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I step on you. Yeah. And I don't even like Lil Wayne like that. I don't either. But I, I'm on his side of this one. Hell yeah. This is just ridiculous. Easily on his side. You, know, you little cockroach, man. I'll step on you. Yeah, man. Come on. I got I got people that'll step on you. <laughs> I don't even need to step on you. I don't right. need to get my shoes right. dirty. You got to battle the homies. That's what that is. Right. You got you to gotta respect the totem pole first. Right. You got to battle all the guys that are signing young money whose records ain't dropped. Right. <laughs> And, and then and then you come to me. Right. If you get through them, you right. come to me. You get through all those guys. You know what I'm saying? And they come holler at me. Because you're not touching none of the guys that can't even get their records out. Stupid. Anything for, you know, anything to try to get the get their name out there, man. I guess this reality TV situ you know, generation yeah. where it's like, you know, how can I get rich quick and be in front of the camera? You know, and keep my name relevant quote-unquote yeah i mean you got to look at it too like this is these are situations where if you're trying to do something for somebody or you're trying to engage somebody in something each party has to have something to get out of it right something to gain like we talked about chris brown chris brown by knocking out soldier boy would be legitimized as the tough guy that he seems to be trying to act or present himself like anyway right Right, be the hardest R and B dude out there. <laughs> yes, since Rick James. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, him. Bobby Brown shit. Yeah, that 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 would be Chris Brown's thing. Soldier Boy is out for attention mm-hmm. and money, yep. right, and relevance. So, fighting and beating Chris Brown will give him all of those things. You got to ask yourself, what would Little Wayne get out of fighting Kodak Black? Not a damn thing. <laughs> nothing. He gets nothing out of it. No, like it'd be different if he was fighting Birdman. I mean, even Birdman, even that, he wouldn't really wouldn't get nothing out of it unless he fought him for like his masters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some shit like that. Level, but like, I don't know. It, Wayne ain't going to respond to this. Yeah. There's no reason for him to respond to this. Nothing. None I mean, at all. And dude, so by putting up their chains, I mean, you guys are just now getting in a rap game, man. You mean to tell me you think you got more money than Lil Wayne guy? You probably still paying on that chain, my dude. <sighs> Let's keep it real. Probably borrow, man. Yeah, shit, rent it. Right. 
I don't get it, man. I mean, Rice I center chain. I, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sam's pawn shop joint. <laughs> right. You know, straight out the pawn shop with the, with the chain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Making payments on it. No, I don't. I, I get it, but I don't get it. I, I, think, I get it on his side because he's trying to get attention too. Right, right, right. I guess you got to bark up that tree. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know, see and, what happens. And see, see what, what happens. Drops out. You know, but I, I don't think it's gonna work out. I think Wayne is gonna continue to ignore him. Of course. And I think that this is gonna be, you know, it's gonna be what it is. Like, hey, man, keep barking up that tree. But I do think that what he's a tr- what he's attempting to do is going to be the new trend. I think from this point forward. Because it's so much different than what we saw in 98 mm-hmm. and 92. Guys are using it to catapult their careers. I didn't get right. the impression that Willie D or Melly Mel were trying to catapult their rap careers. Yeah, if so, then we would have heard about it more. You know, it would have been more prominent of a thing. You know, because I, I didn't even really know about that until, you know, until I came over here today. Yeah. You know, I knew about the Sticky Fingers joint because it was on MTV and it was 98. I was 18. Years yeah. Old, you know what I mean? But 92, I was 12. I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't thinking about that. You know, I had, <laughs> I had no clue. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's a very different reasoning, you know, different strategy behind this shit nowadays. Yeah. It's it's going to be new. So I, th- I think we should make a mental note because we're going to be seeing a lot of this. Yeah. I think what we're going to start seeing is maybe even for those who, you know, we talked about the reality show track mm-hmm. as the retirement plan. Right. I think this is going to be added to that track. Yeah. You know, to where if you've got an old unsettled beef and you think you can cash out, take, like, it, to the ring. take it to the ring and then maybe they'll start doing like a what do they call it when they were doing all those fight things uh, on HBO when they when they follow the fighters around. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like a documentary, yeah, a documentary series documentary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They'll start doing that for rappers. Wow. And, and rappers will just your, your manufactured beef will now be followed. And then through your whole training process, monetize, monetize at every point. You have at sponsors, you have everything, T-shirts. you know, people paying to put advertisements on these, these rapper shorts mm-hmm. so they can be seen in a ring. It, it'll, it'll be just like boxing, but for the, for burnt out rappers yeah. and people who can't make a hit record anymore. Yeah. I mean, I can, it's there. The writing's on the wall. It's right there on the wall now. And you're going to see people come from the outside and do it. Like, remember, um, I think it was maybe two or three years ago for a brief second there was talk of dmx fighting um george zimmerman george zimmerman mm-hmm. and i think that was the uh i can't remember who did that fight somebody was trying to throw that fight but it ended up not happening mm-hmm. but i think that to me goes to show you how unscrupulous and the money that's out there for it because it wasn't dmx that brought it up it was it was it was like a billionaire dude i think it was like david alke or something like that okay he basically and he's had some 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 dealings with battle rap as well try to do the same thing in battle rap uh bringing in all the old rappers and stuff to do that but the same thing when you start seeing people from the outside saying you know what i'm gonna make these these two people fight for maybe i'll give them a million dollars knowing he could pay-per-view and make 20 30 40 50 million dollars off of it mm-hmm. break them off a little bit and then but the damage is done you know you got people who, who killed people profiting off of that right. you got dmx who shouldn't be fighting anybody mm-hmm. hurting his legacy to even get in the ring right. i'm glad it didn't happen but i can definitely see where this entire thing is going to go and i think what we're seeing from like kodak black is going to be the future template where you're a young up-and-comer you probably stole your whole style from Lil Wayne, first mm-hmm. of all. But instead of paying homage, putting out good records, and going on a run like Lil Wayne, you rather just disrespect him because it gets you in a news cycle and because you know that if one of these corporate interests hear of it, yeah. they're going to throw some money at you yeah, for the bag, it. The bag is there yeah, for the taking. Right? And, and I think that's what we're going to start seeing, man. Uh, you know, I hope that this prediction isn't true. I mean, it, the writing is there, man. It's there. You know, what I mean, like it's. I'm sure we're gonna see more and more of this. You know, with the with especially with the rappers, because it's like, okay, you know, I don't gotta threaten to kill you no more, because I I don't. What what does that do for me? Except yeah. put, possibly put me in jail. So now, if we fight, and I really got a beef with you, I can fight you and get paid to do it. Yep. Win win. Let's make this happen. Yep. You know, and, and and that reminds me, like on one hand, I'd love to see legitimate beefs squashed in this manner yes I, that would be dope yeah legitimate like, beefs. legitimate beefs. two men taking it to the backyard mm-hmm. squabbing like brothers 
shaking hands after it's done right. and going back to their business. I'm completely cool with that. I'm not cool with the whole what what where it's going now. The glitz and glamour. Yeah, the glitz and glamour now. Like we're gonna make millions of dollars off of this beef because all it does is uh incentivize fake beef. Right. You know, so we'll see, man. Yeah, we shall see. Take a break. Yes, sir. What's up everybody? Blueprint here to remind you that my latest project, the Vigilante Genesis EP, is available right now on Weightless Recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock, which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this EP is for you. Vigilante Genesis is available on signed CD, blue vinyl, and deluxe digital exclusively at waitlist.net. So order your copy today. Thanks again for your support. All right. Yeah. Hip hop fisticuffs. I'm with this. <laughs> Man, yeah, I never got fight, got paid for none of the hip hop fights I got in. Nah, I mean, because <laughs> I done got in some hip hop fisticuffs. Yes, and there's uh, been some things. <laughs> <laughs> Shall go unspoken about. <laughs> there has been some things, you know. I uh, should have set it up, man. Yeah. That would have been good. Would have been. It would have been good. It would have been interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't think nobody would have. Nobody would have did it though. You know, too much to lose. Yeah, we would have done it. Yeah, we would have been like, let's do this. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. Tag team match. Right, right, right. We have a whole car. <laughs> <laughs> Headlining bouts, four opening fights, right? Crew against crew. Yeah, it would have been real. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have took the bag yeah. back in the day. Right, back in the day, no doubt. All right, so hip hop fisticuffs, man. Everybody doing it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and this goes back to what you're saying. The trend is going to be, you know, what I mean, Meek Mill says if someone, hmm, if someone put up somebody, it's somebody, some person, yeah, some random you out know, there, out there. Someone listening, yeah, reading this, yeah. Someone reading this. If someone puts up five mil, he will beat Drake the fuck up in a boxing ring. That is a quote, <laughs> by the way. That's of the title. It is. That's the title of the article. All right. So, and he also suggests his ex girlfriend Nicki Minaj should be the ring girl. Meek Mill <laughs> <Meek sighs> reportedly suggests on Instagram live stream last night that he would fight Drake in a boxing match for five million, a la Chris Brown, Soldier Boy's upcoming fight. DJ Academics captured part of Meek's live stream and archived it on his own Instagram. In the video below, you can hear Meek saying, "I beat Drizzy the fuck up for five mil. Of course I would. <laughs> when we going to let Nikki be the ring girl? Y'all would." Come see that fight, wouldn't y'all? Y'all spent a hundred dollars a ticket for that, wouldn't y'all? And let's see, uh, Minaj and Meek Mill recently ended their relationship. Blah blah blah. Yeah, he just got dunked. Yeah, so he's like ready to go. He he needs something. Man, let me ask this. Question. That was his claim to fame, being with Nikki. Who, who took worse back to back L's, Meek Mill or Hillary Clinton? It's hard to say. It depends on it's, it depends on your area of you know. <laughs> importance because really i thought about this both of them i think both of them took serious l's but it had to be hillary man you think hillary took what see now now yeah it's because it's, it's on the national stage like people who don't fuck with hip-hop there were people and, who didn't fuck with hip-hop who were clowning Meek mill like oh, yeah. remember all the businesses were oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah hopping yeah, on him was. on twitter like was, clowning him a lot of people and then did you see the video where he slipped and fell down his I saw that. Steps? like I saw just that. take a l's left and right i don't know man i I don't know. His his has been so like it's been so many. Yeah, yeah. I I, I thought about that. I was like, yo, man, back to back losses in the last couple years. You know, like Drake just embarrassed the fuck out of him. He couldn't respond. Didn't respond. Mm -hmm. But then you you know he lost back to back. Then you say, okay, well, Hillary, she she really might win because she actually took more than two. Right. Like she lost to Barack. Yes. First. Twice. Well, yeah. First in the primary. Right. Oh yeah. uh, eight. Comes back, really loses to Bernie. Yeah. But they cheated. They cheated. Yep. Right. Loses to Trump. Yes. Recounts, loses again. <laughs> yes. That's four losses, man. Right. That's four <laughs> losses with the world watching. Yeah. With the world watching. Four joints, man. 
four heavy joints like with the world watching like meek mill he's important i'm gonna give him three yeah he's important but he ain't hillary nah nah nah. you know what i'm saying like the world was watching all of that happen somebody needs to interview them both together that would be hilarious have them talk about the lessons that they learned the lessons of loss loss (laughs) the lessons of taking what i learned from my public failures (laughs) by meek mill and hillary clinton (laughs) Hillary Clinton on the hook. Yeah, that's so funny. They should do a podcast <laughs> like this and just talk about their L. Yeah, like, like, okay, Meek, what were you thinking after Drake embarrassed you and then you got dumped by the girl who basically stopped you from responding to Drake? Yeah, how'd you feel about that? You know, did you know that by not responding to him that you would be destroying your career? <laughs> <laughs> At least Hillary was attacking. Right, she tried. Yeah, I gotta give it to I gotta give it to Meek. He didn't even fire back, man. Yeah, he he kind of just let it happen. He just got his ass beat <laughs> and just stood there while he getting his ass beat. Now he wants somebody else to pay him to fight back. Is anybody catching the irony there? He wants to be paid by someone else. Someone else to defend his honor. Yeah, to defend his own honor. He should have been talking this. I'll punch Drake in the face. Shit. As soon as the first shit came right, out, right. He started the shit with Drake. Got served. Twice, right? Then, yeah, if anybody should have went to like, but he can't beat me though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like that hood rules, man. Drake can't fight though. Can't I'll whoop me. his ass though. Right. That's what it should have been on the tip of his tongue. Right. I whoop Drake's ass in a discussion. Yeah. Drake, when I see you, it's a one <laughs> on, sight. Hands. <laughs> on sight. On sight. Drake, you can rap, but on sight, partner. It's a rap. Yep. Keep dropping them records. I'm going to drop you. <laughs> That's what he should have been on. Yeah. Like he can't, because I mean. It's he, a, a year later. Yeah. Two years later. Now he's on some. Ain't nobody even thinking about this no more. <laughs> now you want to fight Drake. Cats will do anything to get their name in the cycle, man. Uh, I, I was, when I when I retweeted that the other day, I said, you know, it's kind of funny how uh, guys who brag about having so much money want someone else to put the money up. Of course. Isn't that weird? Yeah. If someone else puts up five mil. I'll fight him. Because like some real gangster shit would have been like, yo, I put up 2.5. Yeah, 2.5 mil. You put up 2.5. Yep, and, and whoever wins, take the bag. Thank you. That would have been some G shit. That's how they do it everywhere else. Right. If you gambling on a block, that's what you do it. Right. How are you from the hood talking about having a sponsor for your beef? <laughs> beef sponsor. Yeah, you need a benefactor to go fight a man. That's funny. As you that. know, like what? What? You're not from the hood. If that, That's not real. When you from the hood and you have whether it's battle rap mm-hmm. or or gambling or fighting, each party brings their money. Yeah, the neutral party holds the money. Yep, holds the holds winner it. takes all. Yep. that's how them early smack battles were. Yes, yeah, like cats <laughs> would bring they loot. Yes. you know I got this much to put up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, here we have a guy who's lost, didn't even really fight back. <laughs> he got put over Drake's knee multiple times. <laughs> I had the world waiting on him to respond, man. Yeah, he said about times. eight week bars, man. He had the worst response ever, man. His bars were so bad. So yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, his his whole thing, man, is I hope that ain't the future. Nah, that's some bullshit. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Yeah. I mean I mean, really, it's all kind of bullshit. I, if I was him, I would just say, yo, I want to fight Drake regardless. Yeah. For free. I will beat his ass. I don't need to get paid. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I don't need let's, an audience. Let's do this. Yeah. I will How? I will report it later. Yeah, when I read, I was like, do I do I respect him less or more for this? Yeah, this is less. Yeah, it's a little less. Much less. Yeah. Like, you should have been off top. I whoop his ass. <laughs> he can't beat me though. Yeah, he can rap, but watch what happened when I see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Yeah. I don't know, man. But you know, this this is this is this is different too, you know, as as we see from the first two examples we talked about. With sticky fingers and the skateboard guy and uh you know melly mel versus willie d we're way far away from that oh now, extremely man. far way far away from that because the sticky fingers thing was that like a beef thing like was no, they, no, nah, no no it was just it was just some nah, i think it was just like hey charity he's shit. a tough guy where he's at mm-hmm. you're supposed to be a tough guy rapper who who would fight him yeah you know because one's think, a skateboard dude and that was skateboarding was pretty yeah yeah, you know, yeah. pretty popular in 98 yeah you know sticky fingers was the yeah. tough guy, the tough rapper, and it was on MTV. Makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, they probably got paid for that, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was any underlying long-term beef like this. Right. You know, I mean, Sticky Fingers is not going to get dissed by a skateboarder, right? Wanting to fight the skateboarder. Right. There's no real, yeah, 
platform for that you know so i think it, it's it's just so different but i think what we're seeing now is just a whole new monster and i, and I think it's just going to get worse and worse and worse uh, the only hope is that this first one which is just chris brown and soldier boy thing doesn't happen mm-hmm. if if one of them backs out which would probably be soldier boy if he backs out and it doesn't happen i think that would actually be good yeah because th- at that point people would say you know what this ain't worth it's it. not worth it Mm-mm. yeah or if it does happen and they see how it devastates whoever loses career true and then it's gonna be like yo that shit's not don't tight. do that don't do that <laughs> you know because if you lose <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying it's just like it's just like somebody you know like what does you know a prominent battle mc let's say you know charlie clips has to gain from battling some random dude on the street that nobody knows yeah. and if clips loses yeah that could that could be a, it's true. You know what I'm saying? That could hurt you. Yeah. You know, it's different you battling somebody that's on your same level yeah. and you lose. But you battle some unknown, random, you know, yeah. cat, and, it ain't worth it. And if you look at the history of battle rap culture, you see how physical confrontations have always hurt the person who lost them. Yes. And they could never come back. So you look at look at Math Hoffa mm-hmm. when he when he punched the dude Dose. Yeah. The guy Dose, they were at the same level at that battle. Mm-hmm. Math Hoffa snuffs him, they win the fight. Math's name gets big. Mm-hmm. He's one of the first big smack rappers. You, you know? ain't heard Dose since. You ain't heard Dose since. It took Dose to come back and get a rematch with Math 10 years later mm-hmm. before they even heard his name again. Right. And if Math wouldn't have given him the rematch, we wouldn't have known. Right. He, he never recovered. Take it a step further. Look at Math versus Sirius Jones. Yeah. You know, Math knocks Sirius Jones out on the, on the URL stage in Irving Plaza. It hurts the league. It ruins Sirius Jones' name, who hasn't been able to get a, a, on a big smack battle since. Mm-hmm. And Mav's name goes up more. He gets suspended. It hurts him in that sense. But right. overall, yeah, but the his reputation of, of Math Hoffa was yeah. increased. Okay. And then what happened when disaster snuffed out Math? Right. Mav's whole tough guy persona was crushed. Right. He lost a fair one-on-one scrap in front of mad people with cameras on. And everybody since then has been just destroying him in battles yes he's he hasn't won a battle since he lost that fight and yeah, shook his confidence man yeah and so i think in entertainment what you got to look at is that losing is devastating especially if you have a tough guy image yes that's the worst yeah you have a tough guy image and you get beat by someone who doesn't you know what i'm saying or another guy who does that is you know it ends up looking tougher yeah it's a wrap for you it's and, bad yeah and and i that is what makes me think that Soldier Boy ultimately is not going to do it. Yeah. Because as bad as things are for him, I think that actually getting duffed out in public on camera and having those images be everywhere would be even worse for him. Super bad. Because he he's never musically he's never had a tough guy image, but he talks a lot of shit. Yeah, he talks. He he portrays his tough guy shit online. Right. Not through his music. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he would just get fucked up his yeah. career would be really really hurt It'd be all bad man hip-hop is the cuffs man yeah it's the real shit that's it man let's hope it's you not know? going this route man yeah yeah we we tried to avoid the story for like yeah we did. a few weeks now <laughs> yeah we, we, we've been seeing it we like we're not gonna talk about this. it won't go away <laughs> it will not go away every week is somebody else you know so like, would y'all stop so we could talk about something else right but right. yeah man that's hip-hop is the cuffs man and uh you know thanks everybody for listening word up see you y'all know? next week Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work, huh? <laughs>